regular, regular pictures. A regular, regular, regular pictures. A regular, regular, regular pictures. A regular pictures of Sean. Hello and welcome to Regular Features, the podcast that is exactly the same every single week. My name is Gavin Murphy. I'm joined by Good Boy Number One. Joe Scribbles. Good boy number two. Steve Hogarty. Oh boy, do we have a podcast for you. You've got much more sinister energy at this bit. Oh, it's good, isn't it? I know. I wasn't expecting it. Um, This is is my uncut gem, like, persona. (laughs) That's what I would be like. If I had to be mean on the reg. You'd be drowned out. We've... Oh, this doesn't make sense because we talk about uncut gems canonically later. (laughs) But you'd be drowned out by all the other voices if you had this energy. Oh, that's a good point, actually. But then maybe that's the thing. At the back of each scene, I'm just like... Muttering. Ready to go. What's the biggest jewel you've ever seen? Oh, excellent question. Richard Jewell, the suspected (laughs) bomber. (laughs) You saw him and did nothing. I just... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I just watched him. He's so big. Um, so we've got some features for you today. Whoa, you didn't even answer the question. My my biggest. What's jewel? your biggest jewel? You didn't yeah, even answer you. the question, so I can answer the question because I've clearly yeah. got an answer. The crown jewels. It's <laughs> more of a collection of jewels. Mm. The crown jewels. The answer there. The crown jewels. Thank you. Uh, what features have we got coming up for today? We've got log dropping in with a little thing. Mm-hmm. I talk about the celebrity death that's uh, affected me the worst in recent times. And I'm bringing along a good friend of mine to talk about, apropos, today's Oscar nominations. <gasps> Is it Secret Santana? You just have to wait and find out. Is it Tom from MySpace? <laughs> you just have to wait and find out. Is it Regella? Is it Regella? Oh, it's got to be good. <laughs> I can't wait, I'm baby. Rea- I'm realising I use voices to cloak my own so that I don't feel <laughs> as embarrassed. <laughs> I'm Sam Beckett from Quantum Leap, and Ziggy says you've got to listen to regular features, and there's a 49% chance of that. How are you boys doing? I'm quite all right, thank you. I'm great. Usually we have big, long gaps before we see each other. Yeah. But now, this is like this. Well, also, we saw each other on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. We went went to eat the Sling It Upper burger. (laughs) (laughs) What's not called? Oh, no. That's what it was called. Vegan food thinks it's so great that it can get away with being sexist. (laughs) It's disgusting, but I like it. (laughs) Can't argue with taste, baby. Yeah. Um, we, we got the, the the Slinger Burger, the Slinger Tower Burger, Slinger Tower Burger. Yeah, in a Brewdog, the vegan Brewdog and Dolson, as doing a series of vegan versions of yeah. fast food classics. Yeah, and last week was the Zinger Tower Burger, mm-hmm. Nay Slinger Tower Burger. Which Ooh. way does Nay work? Nay is previously, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, well, previously, well, you know on, what? I'm, previously <laughs> on Zinger Tower Burgers. <laughs> I thought it was great. I've never had an actual Zinger Tower burger yeah, before. I think that, you said yeah, I, I didn't you realize told us that until the, the end. end. Yeah. Like when you'd finished it and you were like, that was fine. I don't know what it's meant to taste like. <laughs> you were if Because uh, I texted Joe asking if he was like, hey man, do you want to go see Uncut Gems? And uh, I was like, he was like, yeah, well, I'm meant to meet Steve because he wants to try this new burger. Why don't we put all these together? I was like, what a day of activities. Fantastic. Yeah. And then... <laughs> So I thought, like, oh, maybe before Steve was, like, vegetarian slash vegan, 
maybe he really liked the Zinger Tower Burger, so this would be a good thing. So, but also what made it even funnier was ours all came and then yours took, and they forgot about yours. Yeah. And then it came, um, and then you ate it. And I was like, oh, what do you think about that? And you were like, yeah, it's fine. I mean, I've never had a Zinger Tower Burger, so I don't know what it's meant to taste like. I thought about that yesterday, that's and it. I couldn't stop laughing. That's one, the, that's one of those things where at the time you're like, oh, right, okay, that's, yeah, I suppose. And like ever since, I've just been going, that's fucking weird. Right. I, th- I thought about it in bed, and I started pissing myself, <laughs> laughing, to the point where Clark and Richard was like, oh, what are you laughing at? Did you see a funny video or something? Let's have a look. And I was like, oh, I'm, it, you want I can't even explain to you what I'm laughing about. <laughs> Well, we should go back next week. They're going to do the the Big Jack, which is their take on the Big Mac. Have you had a Big Mac? I've never had a Big Mac. <laughs> You're such a good vegan. <laughs> but now I never can have a Big Mac. I've got to get the closest thing, right? Yeah. Got to get those jacks. <laughs> I have okay, had no. chicken nuggets before. Okay. And they're doing chicken nuggets. Right, fine. Yeah, so Here we we'll, are. All right, we'll do that. Maybe that'll make some sense. <laughs> In this crazy fucked up world. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's, it's a good, it's a good burger. What Lovely. is it called? What's it called? The Big Jack. Uh, they, the Big Jack is on Biff's Jack Shack's menu, their regular menu. Right. Uh, but this is the Big Big Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I've never even had a Big Big Mac, so yeah. I don't know what's going on. Is it just? Is it called Jack? Because they just. Pump a lot full of jackfruit. Jackfruit, yeah, they okay. use jackfruit in a lot of things. They do like jack wings, yeah, which are um, like jackfruit chicken wings with a sugar cane stick through the through them. So right. it's like a bone that you can pick up and chew on. Wow, that's weird. That's uh, it's like pretty that. good. That's good. I couldn't tell you. The only thing that I know that jackfruit looks like right now is a zinger tower burger. burger. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like, I couldn't even. It, like a gun to my head, I couldn't draw you a jackfruit. I've no, I don't think I've ever seen a jackfruit not in, in, in burger its, form. Yeah, not in burger <laughs> yeah. form or turned into some sort of Slaw. junk food patty. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what it is. The name of my first girlfriend. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there you go. That was that was that was our side. But that why that's maybe that's why it feels like we've seen each other. You guys went off to see Uncut Gems. Yeah. Did, yeah, I had already seen it, mm. so I sent you on your way. It's, it's got uh, the greatest line delivery I've ever seen, which you very carefully, well, not very carefully, you just didn't tell us about, and I'm glad you didn't. Yeah. Which is the bit, we talked about it quite, quite a bit afterwards. Well, don't you say it now. Well, huh? Don't you say it now what? for the oh, readers. Yeah, it's not out technically yeah, on Netflix yet. You could have gone and watched it in the cinema, Shit. but yeah. Oh, well, there's it's a bit where good. Adam Sandler says something, and as soon as you hear it, you'll go, that's definitely the bit they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah, we were fucking howling through yeah. quite a lot of it. It does, I mean, it is like two hours and ten minutes of just Adam Sandler shouting. Mm. Yeah. Like shouting at his phone, shouting at people, shouting at you. It's one of the most stressful films I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's crazy. insane. We and immediately like, finished it and we were like, I need to go get more piss. I just need to hear someone speaking one at a time for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the first thing about focus is you were saying that you watch like a hooky version of it where the sound is obviously not as good as in the cinema or if you watch the normal, like a legal version. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine what that was like. Just like that weird little muffled Just sound. on a default t- uh, speaker on a <laughs> flat screen television <laughs> with no sound bar. There are a lot of scenes where people are just talking over one another. Yeah. And uh, it's it's like you're going insane if you watch it on <laughs> one of those TVs. <laughs> it's like you've got a brain disease. <laughs> there was like 
I'm I'm not up for people shouting out in cinemas and stuff like that. But there was a couple of times when stuff was happening where I like I did on more than one occasion just went oh for fuck's sake. <laughs> so I was just like I just couldn't take it. One of my favorite bits was they, Gavin and I have listened to the same podcast where they talk about how a lot <clears> of those bits outside were filmed like in real life and they didn't tell people. So there's this one particular scene where there's an argument happening. There's a man in the background who very clearly realizes that something mad's going on. He's just yeah. got this weird face where he's just like Ooh. grinning at these guys. I just remember both of us just being like, "Look at him!" Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> great. What's he doing? Look at this freak. Yeah, that was lovely. An what, interesting film. What it a is. nice day. It's been snubbed at the Oscars. I know. Got snubbed big time. Mm. That sucks, man. I mean, but then I guess it's one of those years where a lot of good films came out. So. And you can only give Joker so many nominations, guys. <laughs> um, if yeah, if, so like like I I always find it really strange when you know they did that thing where the best films went to ten ten mm. nominations. Like I always find it really weird to have a best film. If you're saying something is the best film, then surely it's been directed very well too. Yeah. So why like can you say the Little Women is the best film, but Greta Gerwig's not getting a best director? Thing. Mm. Yeah, I find that really, really odd. I feel like if you're going to make the best picture one, you've got to make the best director the same thing. Well, it's also, they increased know. it to 10 things. And then some years, they like this year, there's only nine. Yeah. Like, you more. couldn't have fit one more in? Yeah. It's bizarre. The people who made like us and Midsummer's like, just fucking chuck us in it, man. Jesus like, Christ. Come on. Mm-hmm. I just bought a fuckload of furniture today. Did, Did you? Yeah. Very cool. What'd you buy? There's a, there's a chest of drawers that I wanted. Um, but it was on sale on made.com and I went to buy it and it went out of stock. Mm. And I was so incensed that I just went and bought a more expensive one. It's on tilt. <laughs> <laughs> and they, there's like a, it's part of a collection which has matching bedside, dra- bedside tables. Mm-hmm. So I had to buy the bedside tables as well. It's the most I've ever spent on a bedside table, let me tell you. Is it replacement furniture? It's or new. is it it's all, all new? new. Yeah. But at least like... So you didn't have bedsides. No. That's so cool. Got to get some bedside tables in there. The way that I've always excused, uh, if I've ever had to buy something really ex- like more expensive, than it'd be like, well, I'm never going to buy one of these again now. That's, yeah, yeah, that's this it. This is me till I'm dead. I own this now. This, yeah. is, my, this is my chest of drawers. Yeah. This until, is my, I, I, until I die and bequeath it to someone else. One yeah. day that will be called like granddad's chest of drawers. Yeah. yeah. In 150 years. That's where granddad keeps his dildos. dildos. <laughs> <laughs> like, and that is where you keep them. So <laughs> it's not going to be a, like, a, you know, it's going to be real. Yeah. That, yeah, the, the bedside table. Yeah, so you keep your dildos. No, I'll probably put it in the in the drawer. Keep people guessing. People will go straight for the bedside table yeah. if they're on a dildo hunt. And you just leave a sign in there that just says, "Better look next." Look again, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. We just have a big naughty drawer that we call it, and it's just like we've have two sets of uh, drawers, mm-hmm. and one of them is just the, the middle one. On one of them is just the naughty the drawer. Naughty drawer. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do if you have uh, like parents coming to visit? Just say, don't look in that drawer. Do parents go do. through your drawers? Nah. They might be looking for some like, toothpaste or something. Or oh, anal beads. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my mom's quite polite. She just ask where they are. <laughs> Sorry, Gav. Can you point me in the direction of the anal beads? <laughs> You're like, yeah, it's got a knack to it. Come here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's got a knack fuck? to it, mum. We just deleted loads of stuff and you want this in. <laughs> Um, this is more suitable for broadcast than, yeah, what, we than what we just deleted. Um, 
But yeah, no, I, I think that's quite, it's quite good. You're buying them. But it, it's something quite sad about it as well. You're buying something until you die. That's, yeah. It's like getting a dog, mm. except the exact opposite. <laughs> that I will never, the dog, in, the, in this case, the chest yeah. of drawers will outlive me. Yeah. And yeah. I, it will have to watch me die. <laughs> <laughs> At the end, just sticks one of its drawers out like a big frown. Until <laughs> those come flying out. <laughs> At the funeral. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this guy's paying out. <laughs> I like it. I, I want to see these drawers eventually. Mm. Um, I will look at them. Don't worry. It's fine. Uh, I could I could show you on the Mate.com website, but I'm going to let you I wanna experience see him, it. I want to see them in real life. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of shit you've got to experience with your eyes. Absolutely. Um, in, yeah, I want to reach out and... Sniff it, sniff. <laughs> and maybe rub my face up against it. Nice. You're more than welcome to. Thank you. You're a good host. <laughs> Ow! Why haven't I jumped? Tiki says you need to listen to regular features. Okay. Guys, he's gone. Oh, Derek Akora. Whoa! I I knew that, but I wanted to react with surprise friend because of, it's, it's friend, big news. Friend it's, of Uri Geller. Yeah, a big. Big, big celeb death. This is the one that's hit me the hardest. I is think. it? Yeah. What's the order? Akora? <laughs> then I don't care. That's everyone. Bowie. Everywhere. <laughs> Literally, Akora. And then a big pool of joint dead second. men. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's died. He's croaked it. Um, one of my death pools paid out. Uh, not to me, unfortunately. Akora was in the pool. Yeah, £445. Jesus. Ooh, no. Have you talked about your death pools on the podcast before? I have not. Would you like me to? I'd love to, because I love your death pools. <laughs> Explain what a death pool is. Uh, a death pool is... Lots of people run them differently. I will explain to you how I run my death pools. Um, <laughs> basically, what we do is, is a group of friends, uh, close friends, and what we do is we each pick five famous people, write their names down on a bit of paper, they then go into a hat, and then we each then take it in turns picking out five blind. Mm -hmm. That becomes your list of people. If And then you pay in, we pay in four pound a month. Um, and whoever dies, whoever, on, whoever has someone who dies on their list gets the money. Mm -hmm. So like when Derek Akora died, we'd built up 445 pounds in the pool. Um, and that all went to a friend of mine. I love the element of randomization in your yes. death pool. Mm. I, think, I think that's the best part. I think, yeah, otherwise I don't... I like Because other death pools, you just pick five people yeah. um, or a certain amount of people. Then other ones as well, you pick... Your like, friends. You pick ten people, and then at the end of the year, whoever's had the most deaths gets that, gets the money. Hmm. So like it's kind of like betting on loads of different people, oh. but that that sort of removes some of the fun of really seeing the headline that someone's died and yeah. you immediately winning money, yes, rather than like totting something up. I think so, and like like obviously it's not a it's not a nice pastime, but and like there's pe I, I've had people on my list who are like I generally be I've got two ones running concurrently with two different groups of friends, um, and one of them is currently on. Um, let me just check. Life support. <laughs> no. So, £1,118. Ooh. Yeah. Do you like, know who is in... I guess there's a bunch of celebrities, right? So yeah, there's... I mean, how many of us is there? There is nine of us, and we each have five people. Who, can you um, tell us your current five? Yes, of course. There, is there a favourite to go next? Uh, well, Prince Philip is in there, annoyingly. In your five? Not in mine, oh. no. So, I, I reckon he's going to stick out 2020. 
I reckon. Well, I've got uh, Barbara Windsor, who is Mm. not very well. Yeah. Uh, Keith Richards. Uh, Non Evans, who is a Welsh rugby player. I can see now why. I mean, I knew in principle why it was a bad, like not yes. a very nice game. Mm, when yes. you actually start mentioning people <laughs> and saying she's not in a good way, and then yeah. imagining the and BBC then, and yeah. you pumping I, your face. I could, now I feel uncomfortable about but it. But then I also have David Attenborough and Stephen Fry. It's oh. like if anyone on that list dies, I'd be gutted. I will also be one thousand one hundred eighteen pounds richer. Stephen Fry is not going anywhere. Is no, he? I think that's the, that's the point. Is like, where did you, he come from? Who put him in the hat? Well, I think you don't just put in people who are old and ill. Right. <laughs> I think otherwise, it wouldn't. The money wouldn't like build. Sort of build. So you kind of have to put in like a big, uh, sort Good of la- a large spreads of like right. between old, like one year, one guy put in all five members of One Direction. And you're just like, well, they're not going to die of old age. Well, on, on one ticket. On Well, he's like... He, Might it, die oh, in a plane crash. No, no, no. So they all... No, they're literally like every single individual yeah. names. So I ended up pulling out three One Directions names. And I was like furious about that. But I was like, that is... That's a tragic death if one of them go. Is there ever a recycle option? What do you, you get rid of those... Can, are you still stuck with those three? There should be like oh, a no, transfer no. option. It's a complete. It's not a transfer option. It's a complete option. refresh. It's a complete refresh every time someone dies. Gotcha. So, so Akora is just gone, mm-hmm. um, and now we're in a now we're in a place where we are redrawing it next week. The big chuck. Yeah, um, but also we had a year once. Like, in, what was year was it when everyone was dying? Like 2016 was there? 16, 17, yeah. yeah. 16. Well. We couldn't all because there has to be at least like half the group there to witness the draw, um, <laughs> right? Which so now we just video it. We mm. do a live video and we all watch it. Um, but this uh, is what Facebook Live is all about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Zuck. Um, but uh, but now but that at the time we couldn't get together because we needed to get together. And it was like one person would die. And then we're like, oh, well, we can't get together for another two <coughs> weeks. And then in that two weeks, like four people died. Aww. And we were just like, Jesus Christ. But man. that's all zero pound deaths Exactly, anyway. yeah, yeah so. I think so. Zero pound deaths. I feel yeah. horrible about that. <laughs> was, yeah. Pointless deaths. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, there was uh, quite a horrible um, conversation happening in one uh, in the most unpleasant of the groups where... Uh, someone was like, what counts as a famous person? So I was like, well, like someone who... Are they going to put you in? So I was like, well, I think like if someone has a decent following or I was like, what I think counts as a famous person is if you've ever been in the street and been stopped for a photo, I'm like, that counts as a... Like, that's enough fame for me that it would count to put in the death pool. Because that's precisely how famous you are. Well, yeah. well I, 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 I'm famous. No, I didn't say that I'm famous. I was like, I, would, I wasn't even, generally wasn't even thinking about myself. I was like, that's how famous it's got to be. And then the guy who was asking was like, good, because you're going in. And I was like, fuck, I didn't see that coming. Doesn't it, like, this is a legit legal question. Yes. Tontines are illegal. You mm. are not allowed to have pools of money running based on people's deaths really yeah it's no. like a thing no because if it well in, in theory if it went up to fifty thousand pounds that'd be You're a then... bounty on your head yeah <laughs> like that's i believe that's actually illegal no that's not it's not illegal to have a death pool sure well, why do i know the phrase tontine then from the simpsons like all of us <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was a star wars horse but tontine is <laughs> 
But tontine is different though. A tontine is um, you all enter into something, and then the person the who is person who's living di- yes, last, you're right, gets the thing. So if we were just putting money into a thing, and then the, like that would be illegal because that would encourage people to go after and kill people, just like Mr. Burns tries to kill Grandpa Simpson. <laughs> Like, as we all know, <laughs> in the Flying Hellfish episode of The Simpsons. They're apparently um, still common in France. Tontines. Yeah. But I maybe could, they aren't illegal. I don't maybe think they I are. Could. Should we do one? Should we do a tontine for all of the Patreon That's dollars? what the last man standing gets the money. Yes. Yeah. But you'll be really old, so you could just spend it on, what, shoes. Because <laughs> <laughs> the older you get, the more shoes you have to buy. Shoes and mole medicine. <laughs> That's all old people need. Mole medicine. <laughs> <laughs> mole cream um, but that is my death blow anyway they got they spent out for 445 pounds but yeah poor poor Derek Okora is gone mm. and he's never coming back um, did you guys ever go on Derek Okora's Facebook page no I mean it was fantastic okay um, it was just lots of stuff of like he would just post up just he, he's basically like your nan being on Facebook like <laughs> my favorite one is this picture that he posted up which is it's him standing next to a wall we'll make this the album art it's him standing next to a wall and the wall is the exact same color as his skin Whoa. <laughs> jesus he looks like an oompa Loompa. like it's not an exaggeration to say that it's the exact skin tone of an yeah, yeah 100 he's also standing in front of a poster that just says ghosts <laughs> 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 it's on it. big big thing right in impact but, See, um, he's grinning like a child yeah, ghosts he, they're my absolute favorite <laughs> says Derek akora he posts up loads of wild stuff though like he's got a lot of fans do you know this I guess. I mean, like, he's been around for long enough that he must have some somewhere. I'm not sure if I've ever told you on the podcast before, but I used to work in Woolworths mm-hmm. um, around like 2004 um, when Most Haunted was fucking big. Big man. time stuff. Like our Most Haunted DVDs, by far the biggest selling DVDs. I used to work on the, the DVD and movie counter in Woolworths and like by far the biggest selling thing. But the only thing with old Woolworths was you would use the real boxes there was no display boxes. Oh, of course, yeah. So there'd be real boxes out there. And obviously Most Haunted is like, I don't know, 900 episodes a series or something like that. So you'd have like multiple DVDs in it. So those DVDs have to go in these little wallets that you have in the back. So when someone brings up the Most Haunted thing, you go, two seconds, I'll just get the discs for you and put all the discs in. How that was ever a good system that was allowed, I have no <laughs> idea. Um, and this lady came in and she was always in. And like, she's a very odd woman. Uh, like a person who'd like, never break eye contact with you while they were talking so they're going in the purse and stuff but she's like every single time and she was looking at your soul yeah <laughs> and she also was umpa lumpa in pala um, and she uh she came in and i gave her all the uh dvds she went away got a phone call from a very distraught from that woman who was very distraught going You've given me the wrong discs. Because obviously, it's like mo- there was like all these different most haunted mm. series. You've given me the wrong disc, um, and I'm not going to be back in Aberystwyth for another two weeks. She lived just outside of town, so I was like, "Oh, I'm really, really sorry." And she was like, "Well, this is just not good enough." So I said to my boss, "I was like, should I just fucking drive him to her house? Like, she's a lovely little old lady, even though she seems to know everything that's in the back of my eyes." Um, <laughs> shall I? I don't mind taking it down. I'll just go now and then I'll be back in like an hour or so. And he was like, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, let's do it. I was like, oh, if you give me your address, I'll just bring them over. And she's like, yeah, that's fine. Give me your address. I go get the actual DVDs, take them there. Get to the house and it's like, it just, 
I don't know, you you like it was like that brown like pebble dash. Oh mm. yeah. And I just had like and it was this uh, sort of porch thing which has like all the paint was like coming off it. It looked like fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And I was like only then did I just go, What have I done this for? <laughs> this is mad. You and look I, a Woolworths. And I was like, Oh, I wish I hadn't done this now. Got so, a bag full of most haunted DVDs yeah. <laughs> loose and jangling around. <laughs> So I rang up my boss and I was like, hey man, it only just occurred to me how this is slightly odd. So I'm just calling you to say that I'm about to go into this lady's house. If I don't call you in 10 minutes, <laughs> this is the address and everything like that. Because nobody knew where I was. And he was like, that was very clever of you, definitely. I was like, okay, cool. He was like, okay, good luck. I was like, well, don't say that. Like, <laughs> so I knocked on the door and a woman just shouted, come in! And I was like, I'm dead. That's it. I'm dead. Like, so opened the door and went in and it was just a stinky house. Mm. Like, really stinky See, house. The, everything up till now sounded just like a haunted house story. Yeah. And then you went, it's a stinky house. Yeah. <laughs> like, she fucking hummed. Hen Henry <laughs> like, James, you ain't. Yeah. And I was like, it was a stinky house. And I opened the door and just, and like, she's in the back of the house as well. So she's like, I'm in here. I'm like, I don't know where here is. I, I, this, I just got here. And I was like, I'm not going upstairs. I was like, that's all I was saying to myself. I was like, I am not going upstairs. Um, so I walk back and she's one of those houses where like there's a living room, then like another room and then the kitchen dining room is where she was. Mm -hmm. So I walked in. I was like, hiya. Um, I've got the most haunted DVDs. And she's just sitting down, doesn't get up. And I'm like, Okay, and she was like, come and sit down. I was like, I just want to go. So I go in, and I was like, I'm really sorry about the mix-up. Like, obviously, there's a lot of Most Haunted stuff. And then she was like, um, do you know why I like Most Haunted? This is all straight up. This sounds, in this sounds insane. She was like, do you know why I like Most Haunted? And I was like... Did her voice go that low when she said <laughs> yeah, it? was me. And I was like... The ghosts, <laughs> like, did you like haunted shit? I don't fucking know. Um, and she was like, uh, it's a sad story, but she was like, my daughter died um, when she was very young, and I'm hoping that maybe one day he manages to talk to her on the show. And I was like, where did you, where did she die? And it was, she was like, oh, in Aberystwyth. I was like, have they ever come to Aberystwyth? She was like, not that I know of, no. And I was like... But she was a traveler. Yeah. And she was like, not that I know of, no. And I was like, okay. Um, that's that's awfully sad, yeah. But while I'm talking to her, <laughs> she's like looking behind me at a door. And remember I told you, this woman never broke eye contact. Mm. She's looking behind me at this door that's like, you know, like in Halloween, like those old slats yeah, yeah, for yeah, like yeah. earring cupboards. Yeah. She's like looking past me at this door this entire time. And I keep... To the point where I'm looking around and checking her and she's telling me the story about her daughter and stuff like that and all this most haunted shit. I'm like, there's someone in there. Or she, she died in there. <laughs> her body's still she in there. She died in there. That was the stink. Here in Aberystwyth. In that cupboard. Like it doesn't have it doesn't have like a bit a bit of like a mad enter or anything like that, but I was just like so severely creeped out. I was like, my all of my hairs were standing on end because I was like I'm gonna get straight up murderalized. <laughs> I was like, I was just looking like this kind of like checking behind me. That, and I was that's like, it. that was it. And I was just like, oh. she was like, do you want a cup of tea? I was like, no, 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 I'm good. I'm good. I, I gotta get back to work. My boss will be uh, that thing. And I was like, as I'm leaving, he calls me back and was just like, 
Are you alright? Because I've been there like 15 minutes. You, should, was like, you should definitely make up a really good ending to that yeah. story. No. And then I <laughs> shurikened her head off with one of the DVDs. I know. I was like, Eat I, sh- it, I should have said at the start, it's like, I'm really sorry. Like, it doesn't have a great ending. But like, a few, few tweaks, I think that would be a, an that's actual like, that's story. Like that's one. a story. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, it was fucking horrible, man. I didn't like that at all. Um, also on Derek Accord. So he, he has a lot of fans anyways. That yeah. eventually where I wanted to get to with that. Um, so his fans used to send him loads of presents and stuff. And uh, Derek Okora, do you know what his two favorite foods were? Carrots. Chips. Nope. Um, One more guess each. Brussels sprouts. No. Ectoplasm. <laughs> Dime bars and pot noodles. Yes. Oh. <laughs> so this is, uh, I'm showing the boys a photo of Derek Okora's birthday cake that Faith, Shelley, and all sent him. And it's there's a, a fucking pot noodle and a dime bar in it. It says, a huge thank you to Faith and Shelley and all the people in the Derek Okora fan club for the beautiful cake that was presented to me on stage tonight at Buxton. Love to you all. Um, but my favorite of all his... Uh, <laughs> Of all those things, like back in 2014, I'll just read this out because it's very funny. So on June 30th, 2014, (laughs) just a note to all, as you can tell, I am very much alive. This message is not being sent via Facebook from beyond the veil, if only that were possible. The rumor going around that I have been stabbed to death in Blackpool is totally bogus. (laughs) Bogus! So for eight, there was a big rumor going around that he'd been stabbed to death at a show in Blackpool. That's cool. Great, isn't it? Um, If only you were that famous. mm. That's the next step. Stopped in the street. That's famous. Yeah. Rumor that you've been stabbed to death. Rumor that you've been stabbed to death. Yeah. That's the big time, my friend. Um, But yeah, there you go. He's gone. Am I misremembering? But is it in Blackpool or somewhere where uh, Derek Akora Graffiti keeps showing up? He's vandalizing random, random walls. Is it Derek Akora? There is definitely. Is it Noel Edmonds? It's a Derek Akora esque. It's one of those figures. What does it say? It just says Derek Akora written in like really big letters. Oh, that's funny. And people keep tweeting it saying, "What's Derek Akora doing? (laughs) Vandalizing (laughs) public property." Also, if he weren't dead, I really think that Derek Akora would be pleased that we're lumping him in with Edmonds. Oh like, yeah! If we're saying that Edmonds and him, and vice are, versa, I think. Yeah, <laughs> they both really admire one another's work. <laughs> like, um, are you looking for the thing right now? Yeah, it's not a core, I don't think. Oh mm. no! It's well, maybe gonna, we can start it. It's some it's sort of UK me. celebrity. Yeah, that's gonna annoy who me seem who would seem like a very unlikely culprit. Is it Chegwin? I think it's Chegwin. Keith Chegwin. Isn't he yes. also dead? Keith Chegwin. Keith Chegwin's dead, isn't he? Did you find out if Chief Kegwin's dead? Chief Kegwin. Dead. Yeah. Died in 2017. There you go. Oh, he was on Adam Buxton's podcast. <gasps> was he? He was. Yeah. Hmm. And Buxton was where that Derek Akora fan was. Whoa. Fuck. That's really spooky, Whoa. guys. Whoa. <laughs> the, the hairs on the back of my neck. <laughs> yeah. That's some MR James shit. You are that, mate. Like, Do you know what's amazing? It wasn't Keith Chegwin, but it's someone so similar to Keith Chegwin that if you search... Keith Chegwin graffiti. Yeah. This comes up. Oh, it's Bobby Davro. Right. And there we are. Yeah. Is, Bobby, is Bobby Davro dead? Oh, and Les Dennis. Les Dennis. It's, it's all the guys. Les that Dennis the is dead. No, Les Dennis is alive. Is he? Okay, look up Les Dennis. All right. See if he's dead. <laughs> 
Because there's so much stuff. This is like the Joe Rogan podcast where they've got like the screen behind them. Let's Let's fill the void left behind by Derek Akora by looking up if people are dead. <laughs> Dennis is very much alive. Okay, good for him. Don't know about Davro. Not looking at him. Yeah, I'm fine. I couldn't even tell you what he does. I couldn't tell you what he looked like. Not like day to day. A lot of my day is spent in post shit ecstasy. Post shit ecstasy. Log can't talk to the minute. He's trying to kill his gag reflex with a pepperami fire stick. So he's asked me to step onto the old mic. I'm Little Billy Stinker. You might remember me from episode 286, where I did a bunch of pranks and everyone just clapped. Log asked me in when he realised he was writing a feature about pranks, realised he'd done it before and then realised in turn that he was going to have to make it a returning character, otherwise it'd look like he didn't have any new ideas. So, what he did was, he searched the SoundCloud feed for the word prank, and thank fuck, we'd put the word prank in the title, so episode 286 popped right up. And then, after a couple of minutes of scrubbing through the episode, that's how he found out my name. Little Billy Stinker. And that's me, all right. Little Billy Stinker, what a rotten tinker, I'm doing the unthinker bull. Uh, And then everyone claps. Oh yes, I am a barrel of larks, and I am the proud owner, or should I say father, of two penny farthings. And that is two individual penny farthings, not an indeterminate amount of twopenny farthings. I mean, you would obviously have assumed two one-penny farthings, because twopenny farthings, they're not a thing. It's literally a misunderstanding that could never have occurred. But as I learned during my stint as a pizza chef, you have got to cover your bases. <laughs> oh, <God>. Slap <laughs> some applause onto that in log. That was a solid joke. So, when I'm riding my penny farthing up and down Hockley, people jump up really high, tap me on the shoulder and say, thank you for making my day a little bit more interesting. And I look down at them and I say, thank you for noticing how interesting and unique I am. And then I smile at everyone else on the street, the benevolent smile of a deeply fun person who is perched atop a wacky bike. A light ripple of applause slowly builds into a roar of approval as I trundle into a charity shop and land in a pile of dead men's clothing. You know, that little forced misunderstanding that never happened about the tuppenny farthing, that reminds me of a fun little prank I like to play in my local brew dog. I order two-thirds of Elvis juice, fruit little number, lovely, and I watch them pour it. And then, when they put the glass down in front of me, I look at the glass like it's an alien artefact and I've never seen anything that wild in my life. I rub my eyes and I just scream, What's this? And then I look around at everyone, getting them all on side like, and I say, I meant two one-thirds. You thought I meant one two-thirds. Then I get a pad of paper out and I say, well, I've got to write this down for my blog. It is such a funny misunderstanding. And I spend 30 seconds pretending to scribble on the pad with my tongue half out my mouth so it looks like I'm concentrating. And eventually, when I'm finished, I show them the pad and it is just a picture that I have stapled onto the page of a sad cocker spaniel doing a shit. This invariably gets me a round of applause and they generally give me the eldest juice gratis. People really appreciate a bit of prep work when it comes to pranks. I've, I've found that for sure. Recently, I've been trying to have more fun in the sack, so I've been playing a couple of old prankaroonies on the lady friend, and I've been building up to um, something of a crescendo. I mean, for the last month, I've been hiding a boiled egg in my mouth and then trying to force it into her mouth 
whenever we kiss. Now, my girlfriend, she does not like eggs at all, and she just clamps her mouth shut. So usually, I end up with a boiled egg mashed up into my gums, which are generally bleeding from all the shell shards. It's something of a long, painful clean-up, but it's worth it just to see the look on her face. She's uh, She started asking me to look inside my mouth before we kiss now, or to say a tongue twister or something, something basically to prove I haven't got an egg in my mouth. And I see these defensive measures as an escalation. And if you've ever met my friends, they'll tell you that their favourite thing about me is that I overreact to things that I've only imagined have happened. So I've already spent months stretching my pretty baggy foreskin open with a pair of test tube tongs with a view to eventually tucking away an egg inside there. It got big enough, surprisingly quickly, to conceal a hen's egg, and I was so excited at the culmination of a joke that I, I'm afraid I mucked it up. I ran into the bedroom, shouted, Quick, suck me cock, it's got an egg in it! And it completely ruined the surprise. Anyway, my girlfriend, she looked at my absolutely blown open helmet snood with horror. What the fuck, she retched. If you had to carry on with this egg bullshit, at which point I muttered, I did actually, couldn't you have just put a quail's egg in there? Now this had me stumped for a second. I had to think for a bit. Eventually I said, I didn't think you'd like the chewy membrane that's peculiar to a quail's egg. If I'm being honest, I just hadn't remembered that there were smaller eggs, so for a moment I was on the defensive. I'm a vegan, Billy, she said. And when she did say that, it reminded me of all the other times she told me she was a vegan. I can't help it when I walk past a Tesco. I see all those egg boxes. I come over all pranky. She knew what she was in for when she married... Oh, well, she's not married to me yet. That's on the cards. But when she started going out with little Billy Stinker. Oh, what a rotten tinker. Anyway, I can't stop chatting. I've got a key ring that makes fart sounds. So I'm going to go down to the local hot yoga class, press all the buttons and shout, That's disgusting! You should be ashamed of yourselves! Prank out, people! And now it's time for a regular feature. Regular features, there's a podcast for the readers. You remember last week, Steve, when you brought back a friend of yours? Yes. Who was little known to the to the point <laughs> where you were upset that no one that we were misidentifying her before she came on. Yeah, everyone everyone was hoping for literally anything else well yeah because I, I really had to push you to remember the, the character that I was doing Grapes Delicious Bourdain Grapes Delicious Bourdain the food critic and um, part time worker who <laughs> she's been in two features now and every time her part time work is different and I think that's how the feature is going to develop as it goes <laughs> <laughs> when you say she's been in two features now does that is that counting last week yeah okay yeah. <laughs> well I'm not saying I'm just copying you. <laughs> but there's a little someone who two years ago came and helped us uh, present an Oscar award. Is it Secret Santana? It's not Secret Santana. <laughs> not interested. Uh, it's my friend and yours. And actually, thinking back on it, neither of you were on that podcast. There's a very good chance you haven't heard it. <laughs> Philistinia Bovary. Oh, how, how are you doing? Hi. Let me guess. This is Bovary. <laughs> Shit. Hello. I'm Philistinia Bovary. And if you don't remember me, I'm grand chair of the big judges panel where all of Mr. Oscar's favorite films get to try and win for the year. Uh, Hiya. I am aware 
that part of the appeal of a returning character is that you learn a little more about them. <laughs> so to enamor you, I'm 51. Anyway, on to the show. <laughs> now, last time I was on Irregular Features, mm. what we did is uh, turn into Secret Santana. Uh, <laughs> is... It was post-Oscars, and I gave an extra special secret extra Oscar, the big, big best picture Oscar. This time, we've just had the nominees, so you've got a chance to influence the final shortlist winner. Ooh. Uh, so I'm going to present to you all the nominees, and then you just choose your favorite. So here we go. There not be any women in here. None. <laughs> Oscar one. Uncooked yams. <laughs> Adam Sadler enthralls in this lurid psychodrama about a man who, despite reason and moral impediment, just cannot stop putting yams in pans. A broken family, debt collectors, his favorite rabbi, not even himself. No one can stop this guy cooking up yams. The problem? Yams take a real while to cook, and he keeps getting bored of moving on to the next yam before the first one is cooked, and it's making all the wrong people in New York mad at him. Charlize Theron plays a yam. <laughs> <laughs> Once upon a time in Hollywood. Another revisionist masterpiece from Quentin Tarantino, this film imagines a reality where Queen Elizabeth II is actually a really cool dude. She plays electric guitar in her nightgown and roller skates all around her palaces, pointing at portraits of her ancestors and saying stuff like, Get a load of this old fart! <laughs> <laughs> but then the Falklands conflict occurs, <laughs> and our cool queen heads to the front line with a gun to put a stop to the dastardly Argies once and for all, <laughs> and learns a little bit about herself and her subjects along the way. I do like the idea of being like, and suddenly, four clubs. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very bold move from <laughs> Quentin Tarantino. Oscar three, The Irishman. A moving, lengthy biopic about the traumatic head injury that made Dara O'Brien go, Ugh! every time he tells a joke and how it affected his entire subsequent career. Because... He's a comedian, so it happens all the time, and it's really annoying. <laughs> Little's Women, a landmark documentary. This true-life tale brings together the 19 wives of famous mouse Stuart Little, and they all recount what a weird asshole that guy was before he died in the balloon accident. While described by vocal minorities as a hit piece by its executive producer, the rat from Ratatouille, Academy <laughs> voters were wowed by the bravery of Little's wives, who explained how he would do stuff like purposely fly his balloon into the side of the house and laugh, or say he loved the balloon more than he loved his children, or fuck the balloon. <laughs> Oscar. Five. Joker. <laughs> in his first performance since playing a cheese string in Phantom Thread, Sir Ben Kingsley takes on another monumental acting challenge, playing a clown egg on the verge of cracking. Not in a psychological sense, you understand. He's just being smashed against the edge of a bowl repeatedly. And Sir Ben's face on the egg is grimacing and screaming and saying, If you manage to crack me, which you won't, because I am a strong egg. But if you do, can you call me Joker? But then he does crack, and Sir Ben pretends to be a dead egg. It's amazing. 
Oscar 7, Marriage Story. <laughs> a so-called prequel to The Princess Bride. This is an unflinching look at the life of Peter Cook's priest character, says all his R's as W's. Heartbreaking moments include when he asked for raspberry whipple ice cream, when a pope laughed at him because he asked someone to say Hail Marys for their rosary to ensure the resurrection, <laughs> and when he was involved in an abuse cover-up. <laughs> Finally, 1917. 1917 is, of course, the year that bizarre Hungarian socialite Zsa Gabor was born. Through a feat of near-unmatched technical excellence, this single-shot movie follows Zsa from the womb down the birth canal, into the sunlight of a world that doesn't know what's just hit it, and finally comes to rest on her baby feet entering her first pair of gorgeous sparkly shoes. Baby Jasha is played by Lady Gaga, who recorded her performance capture in Ayanapa and ate only red snapper. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all the Oscars, which you like. We got to vote for one. Yeah. Oh. Why not, baby? <laughs> it's a biggie. It's a biggie. But this is really the non-useful part of the feature, but you I, know, I committed to the format. I, I like Yoka. Yoka. Um, I like the sound of 1917. 17. It sounds like a, a technical feat to get that. Tour de yeah. force. A tour de force. Okay, well, it's going to win now. Bye for a year. Bye for Thank you. <laughs> Man, Hollywood's crazy. Girl, I want to make you sweat. It's <laughs> right till I hear your feature. <laughs> That's it for this week's episode of the Regular Features Podcast. If you like what you've heard, you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features and subscribe. You don't subscribe to Patreon. No, you pledge? You pledge. Yeah. What do you pledge? Your undying fealty. Yeah. What is fealty? I've got lots of questions. This It's <laughs> more questions than answers. And if you support us, maybe we'll find the answers to yeah. those. I'd like to shout out a couple of new patrons oh. who've hopped aboard the patron train oh, reserved right. seating from here to laughter <laughs> unassigned Shit. from there on out <laughs> Oren Ben Shabbat that's a good name it is Orange you're glad I didn't <laughs> that's what that sounds like yeah. sorry um, Reese Bryant oh easier name try harder almost like he has two first names but he slipped a little T on the end of the Bryant Makes it a surname. Tea. Yeah, that's so he doesn't have to do this every time. Be like, two first names? <laughs> what do you like? What's this guy, crazy? Um, thanks, oh, thanks, guys. Man. We yeah. do appreciate your support. Yeah. It helps me um, buy these, the salves, balms, and lotions that keep me looking young. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, what are you drinking today? Heineken 0%. 0.0. They don't buy themselves. One of those self-same selves. Yeah, um, salving my insides. Is it nice? Mm. Does it taste like Heineken? Um, I don't drink Heineken, oh. so I don't know what Heineken tastes like. <laughs> Jesus is Christ! What's going on? <laughs> right, Do you yeah. eat or drink anything? <laughs> you have an opinion on something? Although, to be fair, that is the best way of like cutting out alcohol. Because the first question that people are going to ask you is, "Oh, does it taste like normal Heineken?" You're like, "Well, I fucking don't know." So I'm not missing out on anything. It's so a, it's fine. Does Heineken taste like Heineken Zero? Yeah. Fuck you. It has been a real learning experience drinking <laughs> all of the alcohol-free beers and like having to make a mental ranking of 
how much I like each one of them because I've yeah. got that for normal beer. Like I can look at a row of taps and, and say, go, I know what I want. I, I know it. that yeah. one. If they don't have that. I'll have this, or you can mess yeah. about. Mm. But now it's like San Miguel. I like a San Miguel beer. San yeah. Miguel alcohol free is shite. Oh no. Bex is obviously Bex Blue is one of the old school of yeah, bad yeah. alcohol free beers. Uh, Brooklyn does a really good one. Does it? Yeah. Um, I didn't like that one that you had on Saturday, Brewdog. The Nanny State. Yeah. Nanny State's not as good as the Punk AF, which is the new one. Does, and, it, does the Punk AF just taste like Punk IPA? Uh, not, it's, not, it's not as sweet as the Nanny State. It's a bit right. more, or it's not as bitter as the Nanny State. It's, it's yeah. like a little bit sweeter. And that's my alcohol-free beer chat. <laughs> so stuck it in at the end of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. there. That's, that's why everyone says you really got to listen beyond the Patreon shouts because yeah. there's yeah. all the good stuff. There's some there. good stuff. There's some consumer advice when it comes to yeah. doing a dry <laughs> January. That's great. Yeah. Tune in next week, and I'll have some more tips on how to buy things <laughs> that don't make you happy. <laughs> <laughs> Kisses. Oh. Kisses for you. Welcome home, darling. <laughs> Just don't do that. Put that at the end. Give me a shivers. <laughs> I want that in Og Vorbis. Lossless. Whoa. Flack. I want, I want flack kisses. You need a fucking flack jacket when you're done with these babies. <laughs> I am going to jack it when I hear the flack kisses in my ears. Oh, nice. <laughs>